All right, October. It sounds weird. It sounds different in here for the moment. I don't know why. Uh, October 27th, KMS wrap up show. How you doing? Hope you guys, uh, if you're in the Boston area, South Shore got fucking hammered, apparently. Uh, wife doesn't, I don't think anything happened at my house, but everybody else, I talked to a few people this morning. List, big KMS listener. Unarouse Linda, big KMS uh, listener. Hope you guys are all right. You lost power for a while. Everybody else who lost power, hope everything's all right. Uh, no significant damage, hopefully. All that, all that stuff. So wild, wild morning. I think we saw winds of like 80 miles per hour plus in some area. It's fucking nuts. Uh, so crazy. So today's show, I think I just saw a couple tweets. Uh, hardest I've ever laughed. What did he say? What was the exact tweet that? Uh, yeah. So that comes off of we played audio from, um, and you guys have heard it by now, I assume. Uh, we played audio from Tom Brady's podcast, which is just insanity. Just insanity that. He has a podcast. He invites people that report on him onto the podcast, like 10 of them, and they get one question to ask of him, like he's doing some press conference. It's just very, very fucking strange. Um, I'm of the opinion I would like to think, and maybe it's just because now we're all like indoctrinated into this world of uh, acknowledging the madness that occurs around us a little bit more closely, but I'd like to think that I wouldn't be the biggest pussy on, on planet Earth and probably turn down. I'd like to know who turned that opportunity down. They are fucking heroes today. Uh, but instead, you get the Schefters of the world talking about their friends that they have from Michigan together or whatever. Like, it was just such a suck fest. Brady has all I texted Kirk. I said, Brady has these people by the balls uh, this morning before the show and just insanity. So that was where the hardest I've ever laughed came from. It's because I'll play the cut from you. It's because uh, he goes to Jay Glazier of Fox Sports, and this is how he introduces him. Oh, let me put him up there. Mr. Scoopage. Huh? Mr. Scoopage, Jay Glazier. Jim Gray, just one of the dorkiest motherfuckers you'll ever, ever fucking find. Uh, just ridiculous, buddy. He referred to him as Mr. Scoopage, and that just hit those guys uh, in a certain way. It hit me, too. I mean, when other people are laughing, it hits me, but Mr. Scoopage... Uh, it hit those guys uh, in an interesting place because that was the, of all the cuts. And literally, that was like the last interview. I think Jay was later in the inter in the process anyway. I was kind of just going down the ranks there. But uh, but yeah, just a ridiculous podcast. Just a Brady suck fest. Um, you know, I think everything he does outside of those videos that Mike was referencing, which I think actually refer to football, it's all about health, wellness, competitive spirit, like all tying back to that like TB12. I just feel like when you Google his name, you, you, he wants like, I almost think he wants to then overtake the football accomplishments to be health and lifestyle shit that comes up on Google search results. I don't know. Uh, either way, it was just fucking madness. But other things we talked about on the show, he brought it up. We, we actually had a guest book and ended up booked and canceled it. I'm, I'm not like, I wasn't obsessed with this story for the, the station nightclub fire thing. I tweeted about it. Obviously, I think I said shit box or whatever Kirk quoted. It hit me because it's obviously a story everybody remembers being local. It was a national story, but I think, you know, obviously if you're in Rhode Island, you remember it. I think Massachusetts people remember it. New England it, in general remembers it. I just heard stories uh, from people who talked to a lot of people that, uh, you know, survived it, stuff like that. Like, just horrific. Just absolutely horrific. There's just like nothing... There's really nothing new to be learned now, I, I don't believe. I don't think I even, you know, okay, let me just set it up. Either way, they do a 48 hours uh, special on CBS and the Dedarian brothers who own the nightclub, this is their first time speaking since 2003. And so at first it irritated me in just a basic way, which was like, why did these guys get this opportunity to basically rehab their image or even attempt to re rehab their image? 
Um, and, and I'm not against, you know, if they feel like they were wronged and whatever. I, it's just like the manner by which it was going on. It would, and I just, I, I felt there was more of a um, easy interview on them than I guess Kirk did, that he thought all the questions were asked. I kind of disagree. I think that they came out looking, you know, maybe not better. They definitely look better by the fact that they had an opportunity to speak and they placed blame on so many other people. But uh, I don't know. He said they look worse. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't agree with that per se. So that story might, I don't know if you're not interested in that anymore, but we were just chatting about it yesterday. He obviously read the book. I went and ordered it based off a link. He sent me, bought an auto audio book by accident, which sucks. Now I can't fucking return the thing, but whatever. It's 15 bucks. It is what it is. Um, but I was just into it in the moment. And I, I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't mind talking to the guest we had on. He, he's the, uh, his son was the youngest, um, youngest individual of the people who died from the accident or he was the youngest who died his son was the youngest who died which was horrifying um so he was booked on today's show and we actually knew we were getting to a lot of these other smaller stuff that we got to today so um we'll, maybe we'll talk about it again but it was just like a random thing that we were just going back on yesterday and it just kind of fired me up but maybe now talking about it a little bit and hearing another person's perspective on what they watch versus what I felt like I watched. It's good to hear sometimes because uh, maybe I just was over the top. But either way, I think those guys are assholes, the Denarian brothers, and I don't think they deserve the opportunity to fucking rehab their image. Say what you want. I don't know. Uh, other stuff that came up on today's show, we talked a little bit about uh, the Dave Portnoy show. Uh, couldn't get it out of Kirk. He has it in his mind a little bit, uh, but basically um, they were talking about K. Marco, and they were alluding to a situation that happened that they didn't know about. Now they know about it, and maybe that's why K. Marco kind of disappeared the way he did. So they were just like alluding to that, and Eddie couldn't get it out of Dave. We couldn't get it out of what Kirk thinks it may be. We couldn't get it out of him today. So it sounds like it's personal stuff, which is just, you know, obviously they shouldn't at that point. Um, but that was part of um, reasoning that the, then made kind of K. Marco's, what's called disappearance over the last 15 months, uh, more understandable, it seems. I don't know. Um, so maybe, I don't know, who knows? He said it on a major fucking podcast and maybe more information comes out about that. Who knows? Um, didn't say too much more Too much more on the K. Marco. It seems like they were working through an issue. I've seen a couple blog posts since from K. Marco, so we'll see maybe his activity gets up there. I don't know. Um, other stuff that came up on that show was Stephen Chase saying he's got mini golf hardware, which, you know, I, I took it kind of like a caller's situation where a lot of these guys are very passionate about their mini golf. Maybe it was a little shot at Kirk. Uh, but Kirk didn't take it that way and just said at the end of the day, if he's got hardware to prove it, he's got hardware. Um, you know, we are seeking out the main mini golf tour. Kirk sought it out. And then now I have the conversations with them on trying to put it together. I don't necessarily think we need to tip anybody else off in terms of joining it. That's not, that's not a thing about fear. It's just kind of, it's Kirk's thing. It's KMS thing, you know, and we'll meet, we'll meet up with barstool people on, you know, other terms. I think, I don't know. He said, Steve, he said, Stephen Jay could come. In the main mini golf tour, I don't know. I think that should just, listen, he put it out there on his podcast, his words. I'm not going to actively seek that out. So I'm just going to let that marinate in the world. I'd rather, I'd rather Kirk go in there, dominate the main mini golf circuit, and then somehow make his way to the international mini golf summit and dominate that and us have glorious content because of it, hopefully. So we'll see. Uh, other stuff that came up, we did t talk about the, uh, the crazy fucking rant. What is it? Jim Caviezel did uh, at the QAnon rally there. Just the Braveheart impression and all that stuff. Just wacko rant that was kind of uh, going viral uh, over... Was that over the weekend? Did we miss it? Or, no, I think it was actually Tuesday that that one started to come out a little bit. So, uh, talked about a weird story out of uh, Mike Silver, who worked for years for the NFL Network. 
He left the NFL Network and on the same day for Bowie Sports, he wrote an article about the um, Houston Texans chairman who basically referred to COVID-19 as the China virus, which a lot of people are offended by. I just think people look on it's fucking Twitter. Just people look for things to be offended by in the world in general on Twitter. And that's just what it is. So uh, the weird thing to me was kind of Mike Silver doing it, like leaving the NFL Network and doing this on the same day. Was the NFL covering up the story, holding him back? I would assume more is going to come out on that. He kind of was alluding that to that in one of his tweets. So not that he's some fucking heroic figure or something like that. He could have quit whenever he had this information the first time. He could have bailed out. But uh, but yeah, it was an in- it was just an interesting story. I know I think I saw Jerry tweet about it too over the weekend. Just but he was making it more about why are you upset about the China virus comment? Who cares? I'm more interested in kind of the media side of it. Of did the NFL like hold it back and why they hold it back and all that stuff. So talked a little bit about the Chappelle comments, nothing crazy. It just kind of like inter intertwined into the, uh, into stuff. one of the things that you may, I think you picked up on on the show was, uh, and Cameron had made that unbelievable paint your life, uh, photo of us, which is fantastic. It's hung up. Uh, you guys can't see it cause that shot of Mike and Kirk is a two shot that's like close up on those guys, but, uh, hung up in the studio there right above the Kirk Minahan show logo, uh, beautiful, absolutely beautiful paint your life. I don't think it's going to stay there. Uh, eventually we're going to get around to having a, hopefully a ceremony for Justin and naming, uh, that second studio, you know, studio for a week studio, uh, after Justin, and maybe that can be on the wall, signify just the glorious, uh, history and run that Justin had with us that, uh, I know he was no longer technically part of the show at this point in time, but, uh, the fight that happened on Monday, I mean, you guys can put your snake emojis out there all you want, but at the end of the day, he didn't want the job, doesn't want to do political talk radio, and has a job already. So, I don't know. Just if you're looking at things from a black and white perspective, maybe a moda apology. I don't know. I, I think I handled myself well. I didn't think Mike did, per se. I didn't think Kirk did. But, uh, yeah, I don't really do. Either way, it was just funny. So, funny show. But uh, besides that, just kind of a hodgepodge. I say hodgepodge a lot when talking about, like, random little stories. I got to stop. That's kind of a crutch, too. I got plenty of them. Uh, but that's about that's about it. So, uh, oh, and we talked about the Obama and Springsteen thing, and I think actually Mike and I defended Springsteen more than Kirk did. I I think you take things. I don't know. I'm a, I'm an assumer, so I guess I take things uh, a little bit less literally than most. So I I don't know. I think it was a little dramatic view that you know Obama is looking at every is calling every one of Springsteen's fans a racist. Like, come on. And I do think that there are a lot of people that are be more than willing to go see a Springsteen show, and then behind the scenes be racist or whatever. Now, that's a very small portion of Springsteen's audience. And by the way, that's just people in general. So it's not like there's just, there's, you know, it's, I didn't think it was as big of a deal as Kirk did, but hey, listen, that's his guy and he couldn't defend him. So, you know, give him credit for being objective in the moment. So towards his guy. So, all right, we're out of here. Uh, Friday, Quantum Week, Chris is in. We got to figure out. So next week, Mike is here battling through a little bit of a cold here or whatever issues are going on. I probably sound different too. Um, Mike is in next week and then the following week he's out. So we actually got to start planning for that too, of who's going to be in Monday and Wednesday. Maybe we'll see if Chris uh, is around to do uh, some like real big fill, a big fill in week that week. Who knows? We'll see what Kirk wants to do. We'll bring it up on Friday. Uh, That's about it. All right. So we will talk to you Friday and yeah, that's it. Bye.